This is Out in Arkansas with Tracy and Angie. We are your host, Tracy Berry and Angie Bowen. How goes it, Angie? Sup. Sup. <laughs> uh, yeah, riding the high of this will date the show. Um, oh, boy. It's okay, though. It's all right. It's okay. It's all right. Podcast, nobody expects them to be oh, live, no, right? No, no. Uh, yeah, riding the high from the literal last second Green Bay Packer win last night, which coincided with little Udi's 15th birthday. Oh, okay. I saw the post about Udi's birthday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he turned 15, and wow. I presume because he was, uh, we were properly attired. Uh-huh. Around the house, um, which means for the birthday or for for the game, game. <laughs> for the game. Nobody was wearing their birthday suit. Nobody was okay. wearing the birthday suit. Not even birthday boy. He was in his uh, Packer jersey as his standard protocol. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I presume that's why we pulled it out at the end. They they did it for Oods, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we were here with the good juju with I in my shirt, Boods in his jersey. Mm-hmm. And we got it done. And we got it done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Bay will probably get a jersey. We just... I haven't put clothes on her before. I'm really not sure yeah, how this not... is going to go. <laughs> she's still a baby, she so she's still... She is a baby, man. She's still nuts. She... Yeah. 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 She... <laughs> I don't even know what she's going to do when I put clothes on her. But it'll be fun for a yeah, minute. For, a for minute. at least a minute, it'll be fun. Yeah. yeah I yeah. wonder if it'll like act as like a... What do they call those? Ooh, Storm thunder shirt? A thunder shirt? Yeah. Well, and maybe. maybe calm her down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> maybe, or she'll chew through it in five minutes. I can't decide. Yeah, there's that. She's so a I, chewer. You know, I had a Chihuahua, um, Pacey, mm-hmm. and he hated clothes. I couldn't keep anything on him. He didn't chew it up, but he got out of it. Really? Man, he did not. Mm-mm. So I tried once or twice when he was when he was a young pup, and then gave up. I was like, okay. Not gonna happen. Well, thus far of the the three dogs that have lived here, all three tolerated clothes at the very least. Um, and Tank, God love him, he really loved clothes. Like to the point, this is like it cracks me up. Um, I'm not saying that I had favorites, but Tank did not seem to be as intelligent as Udi throughout his lifespan. Yeah. But this was, like, a high moment for Tank. Which makes me think he was, like, you know, that uh, crazy like a fox thing. I think he was always, like, super smart, but he just kind (laughs) of under wraps. Um, Because there was one point where I had a jacket on him. I did not foresee this story, but here we go. Um, I had a jacket on him, and then I went to take it off. Mm -hmm. Because I, you know, whatever, for whatever reason. And I went to unzip it. And he yelped, and it scared the shit out of me. Because I thought, I mean, these guys don't have any hair. Mm-hmm. And it was on his chest, Maybe so I thought that I caught skin. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god. So I freaked out, because it scared the shit out of me. And then I got him to come back over to me, and kind of calmed him down a little bit. And then I, like, slid one hand, like, in between his skin and the vest. Because I thought then I could unzip it, and it wouldn't catch on anything. Yeah. I did that, and I went to unzip it, and he yelped again and lost his mind. And I was like, oh, my God. He just wants to keep this damn thing on. Like, he's so (laughs) mad that I'm taking it off that he's, like, feigning that he's injured. Uh Uh-uh. So I'll leave it on. And I was like, okay, you can. (laughs) Good to know. 
Well. Oh, yeah. Tinker's uh, loved him some clothes. He, so, yeah. he did. Well. He did. Woods doesn't hate it. He's still rocking his jersey because yeah. it's, well, it's also cooler. Man, I tell you, look at, these last two days I've been frozen. It was like, I, we like jumped like, straight from, from summer to, to, to winter. We're like, we skipped fall. My body it is, is not, not acclimated. It is not 60 degrees in winter. I don't know what you all are talking about. Man, my body is not, it's like, huh? It's like it went into shock. Did not get a chance to acclimate. Like the usually we have fall. Usually Arkansas, we can count on four seasons. The saddest part is you are not the first nor even the second person in my circle to say this to me this week. Or I'm like, dude, it snowed the 14th in Wisco. Uh-uh. Yeah, you all just need to, I don't know what uh-uh. this whole, burr, I'm freezing. It's 60 degrees. Oh. Uh. I did acquiesce and have a fire in the house last night, okay. and it was so it went against everything I believe in. <laughs> um, a fire in October. I was like, "What are you even? Look, look, look! Like we have the do we have this thing? I I set some threshold at some point, uh-huh. and it felt arbitrary at the time, but I'll be damned if that's not like the dictate now. Um, last night, what I heard was, "Look, look, look." Pointing at the weather app. It's less than 50. <laughs> we can build a fire. Apparently, that was the threshold I said. In hindsight, that was kind of stupid. I should have no. said 40. God, no. But 50, and so we had a fire last night. I made chili for the game, which I thought was enough. Because nice. it's cool, and it's football. So I thought that would stave it off, but no. Then it was, whatever. It was, gotta have fires. So then we had chili and a fire, and I was like, what the hell are you going to do when it's actually winter? It's only, like, what in the world? Well, I mean, I'm still wearing my flip-flops and my chocolate. I was going to say, it's not that cold because well, you haven't covered feet, up those toes. My feet and my hands really don't get, get don't get cold. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I have hot feet <laughs> and hot hands. <laughs> Make sure you, yeah, put that on your applications. Do it. Every profile. I got Every, hot feet and I hot hands. Hot feet. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> if you're cold and looking for a winter snuggle bunny, I have hot feet. I am a hot, I'm a hot box. I am. Yep. Well, I'm saying, Man. put it out there, yo. But I'm not the biggest fan of cold weather. Now, I, I mean, I like to have snow. And I'm kind of excited that maybe we're going to have a an actual winter. We've had some pretty wild winters the last couple of years. Seriously. I'm actually pretty excited about the thought of having like cold cold weather for the winter and maybe maybe we'll get some wintry uh weather because you want you snow know, days like maybe in december and not in like february yeah and stuff so well now so i don't teach anymore not because snow days but it's just you know it's fun to get out and play in the snow i always take my jeep out i'm like oh, yeah that's yeah. right i got a four-wheel drive and i can drive it wherever i want to yeah yeah so well, yeah i can see uh, that i went and bought a like a a toe, a toe strap, just mm. so I could help people out the ditch, cause Jeep. Um. Also, you know what you could do? You could seriously camp out here at the house with your Jeep and have work for three days up and down this hill. You'd be surprised how many people oh, I've yeah. had to go rescue. I rescue them with kitty litter, and also <laughs> knowing how to drive on ice. Yeah. I rescue them with that. Okay. But well, you have, you have three days work. Drive? 
Uh, now I do, but it was everybody else would like get stuck, like, and I would hear them right mm-hmm. through one of the windows, and I would hear the uh, ever telling wee, and I was like, oh God, no, that's not what you do. <laughs> You're just turning that into ice beneath you. What are you? And then I go out, like I give them, you know, a few minutes, and then I go, oh God. Okay. <laughs> so then I get all bundled up, and yeah, Sarah will be like, honey, y- you gonna go save some people? I'm like, yeah, I'll be right back. So I go out and I talk to them, and sometimes there's a, um, not to be, uh, to overgeneralize or to be stereotypical, um, but sometimes there's a man involved. Uh-huh. Um, and so, but I'm, I'm fine to defer and just sort of give suggestions <laughs> as to how this might better be handled, but then let them drive the car up out of it. Otherwise, uh... But probably nine times out of ten, people are real quick to, like, give me the keys and be like, okay, (laughs) like, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know you. Yeah, seriously. Like, (laughs) we met neighbors that way one year for, like, yeah, it was just, like, a whole thing. And I was like, hmm. They get about three quarters of the way up. It's not, like, a super, uh, this is not what I would consider a steep graded hill. But it's just enough, like, Mm -hmm. that if you don't know. I mean, it does get slippery. Yeah. Yeah, so I just kind of run out, like, I have, like, this, yeah, winter um, snow patrol thing that I do from the house. Huh. And sometimes, I mean, last year, I think it was last year. This is funny, I'd forgotten about this. <laughs> That's so, so, like, last year or two years ago, like, we ended up with somebody in our house because she was driving, like, this little Honda Civic. And, yeah, it was late enough that there were a whole bunch of cars, like, further down. Because mm-hmm. what I wanted to do is just back it all the way down. Yeah. You know, because we have that little turnaround spot. And then get a run at it. Mm-hmm. But because it was a little Civic, and it was so light, and there were so many cars, like, they weren't parked real well. Yeah. I didn't really feel comfortable backing it all the way down because she was a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to give it a couple goes, and then we'll see what happens. And I got it into neighbor's driveway, whom I had rescued several times. So they yeah. were fine parking somebody else's car. And they were like, oh, okay, Ange. yeah, that's fine. Um, but then I had her come in the house. And she was like, she was a little hesitant. She was like, uh, I was like, dude, it is cold out here. You can come and make phone yeah. calls from the house. And of course, you know, Sarah's like, I thought you were just going out to move it. And now people are coming in the house. And I was like, well, it's cold outside. Yeah. And we... That car's not going anywhere. Yeah. So, you know, she just hang out here. Whatever. I'm like, wait for people. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Come back and get the, I think, something about charging, way to charge your phone. I don't know. Like, it was a whole thing that yeah. I, I don't remember that much. Yeah. But this sort of turns, essentially what I'm saying is, if you find yourself in this neighborhood, and I'm not going <laughs> to give you my address, but if, like, a random Scotty comes running out as you're stranded on a road... Yeah, th- we just sort of do like a winter uh, auto rescue thing out of the house here. Yeah. Yeah, and just go handle it. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but it, I would be so much more effective with the Jeep. With the Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I shit you not. Well, Sorry. Hey. At one point, there was some guy out there sweeping well, under we, that. I was like, no. We have we have something to look forward to this winter, hopefully. Oh, it's going to be so yeah. much fun. <laughs> T-Bear, it's supposed to snow. Come over. I go roam the roads. Like, I'm oh, that person. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, I got the Jeep. That means I have to be out on the roads in oh, this. Oh, yeah. You don't even have to roam. Just come over you know? here, and it's going to show up. Okay. Like, don't worry about yeah. it. Every year, it always yeah. does. Well, and so I'm, I'm also excited, you know, that maybe 
that you know because the adventure race that I direct, Ray the Rock, is now right, in right. December, and I'm I'm kind of like I'm hoping that it snows in December, so we have that snow would be a twist. on the race course, which will add that much more uh, excitement yeah. and adventure to it, and need for medical services and hypothermia. Well, that yeah, I mean that's true. <laughs> Just another added dimension. I mean, go big or I mean, go well, home. We have to have that anyway because usually we're out in you know the middle of nowhere, and I mean, you it know, cold they're, rains they're on you a lot. And... It cold rains on you a oh, lot. Oh, it did two years ago. Yeah, for sure. I I remember that. I mean, I did an adventure race once, um, the first weekend of February. I think it was two thousand nine. The race was called the Bonk Hard Chill. Okay. And it's up around the Lake of the Ozarks area. And it was the year 2009 when they had the big ice storm. And so the night before the race, they had to reroute the course because the lake was still frozen over. And there, we had to take it to a section where it was actually not frozen. So it was a shorter paddle, thank God. Right. Because the water was like freezing on the paddles yeah. and on the boat yeah. as we were yeah. paddling. Um, and there it's was Wisconsin level you know, shit right there. there. Was, That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. There was ice on mm-hmm. the, um, there was ice, still ice patches on the road. And, you know, we were going through some snow and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, um, so it, it definitely added an element mm-hmm. to the adventure. And it was one of those things that during the race, you're like, what the hell were we thinking? But then afterwards, you're like, yeah, I did that. And then you tell the story forever, like I am now. About how oh, you right. Do that. <laughs> yeah, flip so. side. When I, yeah, when I did Hotter Than Hell 100, which yeah. is the most aptly named ride ever because yeah. it's 108 degrees. Mm-hmm. In the middle, you're like, what the hell am what I even doing out here? <laughs> and then you cross and get your finisher's medal. You're like, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I get Isn't that. that. Cool. Yeah. And so, well, so the adventure race. So, along with that, you know, I'm trying to expand our calendar. Um, this next year and have more offer more races and hopefully shorter races and some other events that will start to spark more interest and bring some some new racers in and so I've been going to some different events and um, and I've, I've really had my eye on hot springs for quite some time now and so I've been getting down there. I've been trying to get down there to ride and run the trails a little bit more and to meet different people. And so, um, but they, so there is an organization called NICA, N-I-C-A. And it is basically the youth mountain biking organization. And I think this may be their second season um, in Arkansas. I should probably look that up. I'm not real sure. But they've had... They're relatively new. They're relatively new in Arkansas. But there's like composite teams. Some schools have their own teams, but then other areas like Little Rock has a composite team that's made up of um, several kids from different schools and stuff. Um, But I went down this past Sunday to volunteer at the NICA race. And they had over 200 kids in that race. And this is like junior high through senior high. Boys and girls, um, schools from Northwest Arkansas, a few racers from Oklahoma, Fort, I think it was uh, Russellville, Conway, Lincoln, and then not Lincoln up in Bentonville, but 
smaller Lincoln. Um, so pretty, pretty big, but you know, a big wide net. range, yeah. a lot of people. But and and I don't know if you remember how the weather was on um, Saturday and Sunday. But I, yes, rainy. Just that's it, what I remember. Saturday it rained like crazy, and so I mean, these kids were riding this course that was like just and after you know the more kids that race oh, yeah. it, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. go over the course, and you know the each wave of riders so like the the jv division they rode a certain number of laps the the varsity yeah. division rode a certain number of laps but each lap made it just that much oh yeah worse yeah. you know and so they had this it's like super skiing, tough skiing slalom yeah super yep. super tough course and there were kids that were like getting sick you know, and getting yep. off their back and having to do whatever. And then, like, okay, are you, do you, you need to come off the course. You need to come off the course. And they're like, no, I think I can go. And then continuing. And there's one girl had, like, a a flat um, midway through and had to finish on that. Like, she aired it back awesome. up, and then it went flat again. And you can't have support. So right. no one could change her tire for her. Right. Um, and so she finished the race on the flat tire. There was another uh, young man that, finished the race running pretty much the entire last lap because he had a flat and at the end of it his teammates ran the last section you know cheering him on on the outside these little the... kids they these young kids motivated you didn't they i mean you yeah. know and there's one kid that rode without a seat oh like he wow. said he was like i think it was on his first lap of the race and it was all of a sudden he went to sit down and there was no seat there he had no clue where it went but he finished the race and and so i'm sitting there I was volunteering at the finish line and seeing these kids that were had just pushed themselves to this yep. limit, but then refused to quit, and other kids that were like they're cheering them on, and it was just a, you know, it was a different atmosphere than a lot of the traditional team sports. Oh sure, yeah. And watching that, it was like wow. And so afterwards, and we broke down the course, and of course it was. Parents were there. Volunteers were there. I mean, it was music. There was there were there was food, and these kids just, you know, I was so impressed by them. And so afterwards, I I couldn't not ride. Well, right. Because <laughs> then I would have felt like a like a wuss. I mean, like I mean to watch these young kids yeah push themselves the way they did, and then for me to go, well, it's too muddy. Let's just leave that to the whippersnappers. Yeah, I I did. So I got a ride in. But then, you know, after that, of course, I'm hungry. Well, yeah. And I'm in Hot Springs. They have some cool new breweries there and stuff. And so I went and grabbed a beer and a salad at a local brewery. And I'm by myself. So, I, you know, they seat me in this, like, there's kind of like a, a bench I don't know if you call it bench, but like, um, sort of like the communal, kind of like a communal bar seating, but it's like you're, yeah. you're just, you're seated at this, uh, shelf and you're looking the window to the outsides directly in front of you. So you're watching the main strip of hot springs as people walk yeah. back and forth and cars are going and stuff. Um, and so I sat down and there was a, an older couple to the right of me and I sat down and ordered my my beer and sat on my food and I'm going through my phone and the gentleman next to me says hey um do you know there's a Starbucks around here we're not from here we're from Seattle and we're just kind of we're looking for some Starbucks or whatever and I said well you know I'm 
I'm not really from here either. I'm from Little Rock, and but I'm pretty sure there's a Starbucks. Let me look. And he's like, oh, no, 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 don't worry about it. I was like, no, 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 no. I happen to have the Starbucks app on my phone, so it'll be right. super easy. And uh, we'll find out real quick. And so I did, and, and then we ended up talking. They were, again, from Seattle. They were in Hot Springs to meet friends of theirs they hadn't seen in a long time that were coming in from D.C., I think one of them maybe worked for the Smithsonian or, oh, or something cool. of that nature. And they're like big gym people. And so they came into Hot Springs so they could go dig for diamonds. And gem. Just, I gem. you said gym. Oh. And I was oh, like, yeah. what are we? Sorry. Yeah, the Arkansas came out. Gym. Got gym. it. <laughs> Got and, it. Uh, and so we kind of just start talking about where we're from and the things that we do. And I was telling him why I was in town in Hot Springs and what I was doing there. And, you know, they told me what they were doing. And, and, uh, and of course, I talked about my experiences in Seattle. I've been there a couple times and what all I've done. And, and then we started talking. Um, and, and I can't, you know, he told me how long his wife had been there, how long he had been there. And then he happened, and I can't remember exactly how the conversation went, but he just said, and my daughter is there, and she teaches, and her wife teaches as well. And you know, and it didn't really hit me at first. It was like two sentences later I realized what he had said. And I was like, oh, that was in my mind. You know, I'm listening to him, but at the same time I'm thinking, oh, that was really good that he, cool that he so easily just yeah, it was like not shared a that with me. It wasn't a thing. Not a thing. And so we, we continued our conversation, and and then, you know, they went to talking, and I was doing my deal, and we started talking again, and, and I just happened to say, you know, it's, so you mentioned earlier, um, I just happened to catch that you said your daughter and her, her wife. He said, yeah, you know, whatever. And I said, you know, so I'm, I do a few different things here, and one of those things is I have a podcast with a friend of mine, and it's called Out in Arkansas. Um, and it's LGBTQ programming, and so we talk about a lot of different things, and it's it's quite a bit different here in the South, as you might imagine, or yeah. um, maybe even already assume or know because of national news or whatnot, um, than it is out in Seattle, and for you to be so comfortable and, and not even think twice of, I mean, it was just like a smooth, like, no yeah, notice to say that. Lots of people don't. It's it's rarely as casual as that, and you kind of here. I think more people look around to see who's around them, and then maybe even drop volume a little bit sometimes mm-hmm. if they're going to, you know, uh, talk about anyone being gay. Yeah, but there was none of that. Like just yeah. regular conversation. Bloop, my daughter and her wife. Like uh-huh. it's not a thing. Yeah, because it's. Like not a thing, like it but right, oh, right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But here, there's still yeah, kind of a thing. There's that, and so yeah. you know, and so then we started talking, and it was um, really cool how he was so quick to to like share the story of like how he already knew before his daughter ever came out. I was like, you know, I, I knew, and and because um, we kind of got in the story. He's like, well, you know, she was married, and then that kind of really didn't work out. Because she was gay, and um, and then, you know, then she met this person, and then they were roommates. He said, "But you know, um, I saw it before she ever told me that I wasn't going to say anything." And he said, "And one day I went over to visit them, and and um, her wife had left to go 
do something. They, they weren't married at the right. time. Her roommate, quote her roommate. unquote, mm-hmm. had left to go do something. And uh, he said his daughter was just like, so, Dad, um, I need to tell you something. And, you know, and she told him. And then he was like, well, yeah, I know. She was like, Rah. You know, the surprise, like, what? Right. Really? Okay. And they just, it was just such a, it was just a really neat conversation. Because here I am, you know, going to sit down and have a beer and, and food at this brewery by myself. Not really expecting to to run into anybody, right. into anybody or meet anybody or have a conversation. Especially about that, not, not about that topic. Right. To run into this older couple from Seattle... And then they end up having that conversation. Yeah. It was just super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and so we talked a little bit more. And then their friends from D.C. arrived. And so they, you know, picked up and kind of moved on to another place. Because they're not another place. But the same restaurant or same brewery. We didn't have enough seats there. And so. But they were going to leave. And he said, hey, good luck with all that you're doing. It sounds like really good stuff. And I was like, thank you. Keep on keeping on. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's kind of like made me, you know, it makes you sit with your shoulders like, okay. And it's like those little reminders, you know, kind of like the the random unexpected phone calls um, or just call a couple weeks ago, you know, from a a parent that wanted to know what to do for their child to um, this past week in another instance, just hanging out with friends for a birthday and... Uh, some mutual friends that I haven't really hung out with a lot. One of the partners there was like, hey, I'm glad you're here because I wanted to talk to you because I know of this person that is going through this situation in their life and I think you, you know, would love for you to share some resources with me so I can share with them. Um, it's just, it was really interesting, the the random conversations that I've had lately that kind of, it's nice. It's a nice reminder to say, you know, okay, now, like, I need that every once in a while to remind me what it is we're doing here. Yeah. And why we're doing it. You well, know? it's sort of like, yeah, we hold ourselves out as a resource and we want to be a resource. And every once in a while, and I think more frequently of late, we receive some indication that as we hold ourselves out and want to be a resource, that we are a resource. And mm-hmm. so people come to us for that and are like, hey, you probably know about this. And we're like, well, we do. Yeah. And yes, let's figure it out. What do we need? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why well, there? Yeah. We have a guest with us today. Yep. He can't speak. I mean, there will be no <laughs> Alanis Morissette tunes like last time, but he does... Need to potty. He does need to potty. He's old. We'll we'll do it. We'll do it. We're going to travel because we can. Because we have a microphone. And let this guy do his business. He's very excited about the entourage, too. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, that, you know, that reminds me of a conversation. Well, not reminds me, but it takes us back to a conversation that you you and I were having prior to starting the recording tonight was... Um, just how important it is to, to, 
to meet people or greet people with with kindness you know no matter what the situation is if it's a stranger that you just happen to start talking to for whatever reason at a restaurant or at a or when, if they you know show up office very intentionally or or if they show up to your office very intentionally yeah you know well it makes a big difference because that yeah that conversation we were having before was earlier um i was meeting with someone for the first time and it was someone who's fairly young who comes from um a, a much more not to say that anyone has it super easy, but an even more difficult path. Mm-hmm. Um, and a yeah, a young individual who has not always um, has not always experienced a great deal of support or acceptance. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, I mean, we've kind of talked about it before. To me, I. So I have like my life mantra um, is don't be a douche, be a decent person. Um, I kind of figure that covers everything, right? So it's it's like so is that kind of like the good do the do good the good do the do good rule? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like got even more specific where I was like, okay, um, don't be a douche. Oh yeah, I don't want to define myself in the negative and saying to not do something yeah. doesn't really clear anything up. So uh, don't be a douche. Be a decent person. Cool. Like, if at the end of the day... Yeah. To me, my idea in setting this forth as kind of like my... This is how I'm going to try to move through the world. Mm -hmm. Was that it should be a pretty low bar and like the minimum. Um, And what's been pointed out to me several times, especially in the last, let's say, three to five years, um, has been, yeah, you may have meant that, but look around you. I'm like, I do, I like it. Seriously, though, like, it should, I don't feel like that's a, such a lofty ideal. Don't right. be a douche, be a decent person. Right. But pretty consistently, I, what I get back is, uh, I think that's a much higher bar than what you really realize. Because, <laughs> look around. And I'm like, huh, <laughs> yes. that's pretty messed up. Yeah. Uh, but, I'm still going to do it, because I just think that that's, that's what yeah. makes sense for me. Right. So, this kid... Shows up in my office um, and is essentially disclosing to me that they believe they are trans. Mm -hmm. So that's a difficult admission for a lot of folks to make, right? Um, Because of fear of rejection and all of that. Uh, But then if you compound that based on a history like this, like, that had been, like, a super... I'm, I'm sure that was a fairly scary moment. Yeah. Right? Even with all the prep from the Guardian that, no, you're going to come here. It's going to be okay. Like, that's... It's going to be okay. Um, you may want to believe that, but you've probably also been let down many times yeah, before. Yeah, to trust you. So... Y- yeah. Yeah. So when it gets disclosed, I just went, okay. Like, not in a dismissive way, but in a... Okay. Like, I see you. Here's what I want you to know. Uh, My standard rule, when someone comes in and tells me who they are, that is not, I said, you don't have to prove anything to me. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to challenge you on anything. 
you tell me who you are and I accept and affirm that. Like that's it. Like it's it's done for me. Mm-hmm. So we good. Yeah. And it was basically like the look on their face was like, wait, what? Like mm-hmm. it was that. So there's like that. It was that simple. But then there's also the like, it can't be that easy, right? And again, yeah. but I don't need to get messed up about that because that's their previous experience. Yeah. That's not me. So I don't need to be like, I don't need to campaign for no, no, I really mean it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um. I'm just going to, you know, not be a douche and be a decent person and figure it'll, it'll all work out. Yeah. Um, and so it was like a first conversation, but it was, I was telling you that it's like, it's just a really pretty amazing and um, intimate, just, uh, it's an interesting experience to be able to have, to sit with people like in these moments um, and, and not, not remotely from like a, a savior perspective at all, right. but just in a, it, it's sort of like this double-edged sword where I can realize what their history is and I'm just going to, you know, not be a douche and be a decent person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to see how far that goes with them. Right. And then, mm-hmm. then you see hope and you're like, oh man, like, look at that. Like whoa like that everything about this individual changed in that moment yeah because like there comes a certain point where it's not just lip service and they realize that i'm not just saying that stuff like they feel it on some level and Mm -hmm. it's pretty it's pretty noticeable when that happens um so it's like this hope like oh my god like this is like this person really does see me for me and this person yeah seems pretty legit and just plain wanting to help me Mm -hmm. with whatever i want so there's like there's that moment where it's like, oh my god, okay, cool, like I, I got them, like they know, they know now mm-hmm. that here, they're okay, yeah, like here, they can trust in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So the flip side of that for me is often, oh yeah, so their history is such that just because I wasn't an asshole, they're hopeful. Yeah, that's kind of, I mean. I try not to spend as much time on that side of the equation. Yeah. Right? Because then it's just kind of sad. <clears throat> right. Um, but, I mean, they're both they're both present, right? Where it's like, oh, yeah, sweet. Like, you do. You see you see them light up and like, oh, this person gets it and this person, oh, like, I don't, I don't, like, this person just, like, seriously gets it and wants to help me. Mm-hmm. And then I have a moment where I'm like, oh, Yeah. But I just wasn't an asshole. And that is like such Super a such simple. a new experience to this kid that they light up and I'm like, oh my God. And then I'm like, Yeah, I'm still just gonna lead with that kindness thing. I'm still yeah. what their previous experience was, like I can't I can't do anything about that. Yeah. Right. Um I'm just gonna meet the kid or I mean whomever. It's not always just a kid. Right. 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 Um, yeah. But I'm just gonna meet the person like who they are now where they are now and the rest of the stuff i don't know like it i can kind of i would look at circumstances and like before i would write off a person certainly a kid like who's labeled as you know the the air quote bad kid i'm gonna go yeah i don't know about that man um and i i actually mentioned today because there was a history that 
seemed to indicate that uh, this kid had been problematic yeah. previously. I just never got the vibe, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I made a statement to that kid and in front of the guardian. And I said, well, in my experience, humans tend to live to expectations. And the kid caught it immediately. And there was like this raising of the head and the kind of looking out of the corner of the eye and a little bit of a smirk. Yeah. And the guardian, it took like a second longer. And then they started laughing. And I was like, so if that's true, just realize uh, I expect you to be decent and I too will be decent. Mm-hmm. Pretty much it. But if you, I mean, yeah, if you, if you expect that a person is all of their bad history that, you know, their quote-unquote bad history that they carry with, and that's who you assume that they are, and that's who you expect them to be, guess what you're going to see? Yeah. Or just let them be themselves and mm-hmm. try to facilitate wherever they're trying to go. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah, the number one tool in that. It's not any sort of training that I received. It's not uh, my academics. Mm-hmm. It's kindness. Like, th- that was yeah. the thing that, you know, got the kid was right. didn't have anything to do, yeah, with my education or my training. But it was, I extended kindness because I, yeah. Yeah, don't be a douche, be a decent person. Yeah. Things open up, I think, infinitely well, yeah. quicker, right. for sure. I mean, people feel more comfortable with you. When it's automatic, they know, like, oh, okay. This person is super authentic or just, you know, yeah. the, just a, just real. Um, you know, that tends to open up that line of communication and, I don't know, just that initial trust. It was like, okay. Yeah, like, and you, I think And, it's... you know, you can talk and, you know, you can, you know, maybe share a little bit more than you would otherwise. And it doesn't always no, happen the first time, no, right? Sure, yeah. But I think instead of, I, so I see a lot of people get discouraged, right? Like, well, but I just showed up and I was authentic and I was kind. And they still kind of had like this attitude. And I'm like, that's because that doesn't have anything to do with you. So right. don't get all up in your feels about stuff. Like if the, if the person doesn't immediately respond, it's like, yeah. that's. Like, realize there's probably more to it than that. And maybe, yeah, their history is such that they're not going to open up immediately. But that doesn't have anything to do with you. Mm -hmm. Like, just continue to not be a douche and be a decent person and see what happens. Right. I have yet to have that bite me in my ass. I'll I'll tell you. Like, I have yet to have don't be a douche, be a decent person. Turn around and bite me in the ass. Like, no. It doesn't usually go that way. Uh -uh. I'm not saying that can't ever but it doesn't usually go that way right right i mean yeah i agree completely and i think it facilitates a lot of conversations and much more easily than what we probably anticipate Mm -hmm. like if i were to ask that kid that i met today for the first time if they thought that they would be in yet another counselor's office but they would leave there feeling hopeful and like I don't know that that person saw them from my guess is again just based on history and I didn't ask them 
I'll ask them next time and follow up. Um, <laughs> did you expect to walk into a counselor who didn't said what they did and to feel accepted and heard? I would be willing to bet the answer would have been no. Yeah. And again, I don't think I... Again, it wasn't like my clinical prowess, whatever that is. I like that phrase, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sound, I just sort of like, really yeah, good. I just sort of put that together. Um, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that. It was... Because I would just was being decent. Yeah. Like, that's what did it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that went a long way with that kid. Mm-hmm. I think it goes a long way with people generally. With people in general, you know, because you never know what kind of, where you're going to find yourself or what conversations you might have. Right. Just because you were kind. And it does. I you mean, it, it happens a lot. And I, I get. Because I, I could have shut that down. Oh, real easily. Quick. I mean, this is some strange guy. I don't know who those people who are. Who are you? I don't to, know. Here's your I'm Starbucks. Just, I mean, I'm just trying to sit here and have a beer and eat a salad or whatever. But it was like, you know, I mean, just being kind. Hey, yeah, let's let's find out where that Starbucks is at. And then, and, and then you know, end up having this conversation that I just would have never expected. And it was like, that was super cool. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, and I think, I kind of feel like our current climate is such, I don't think kindness is viewed as being in surplus right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think at any point that we can extend even the most simple kindnesses, like, you know, sort of like air quote, simple kindness, right? Yeah. Um. But I feel like at any point that we can extend those, I can't see it as a bad thing. Because, again, I don't really feel like the overall sense, and certainly not to our community, is that there's just so much kindness out there. I mean, we don't really need any more. Like, I don't feel like that's the situation for many people, and certainly not within our community. So... I mean, throw a little more out there. I'm I'm not really yeah. sure what that's going to hurt. And I think it may be even more. Like, mm-hmm. I would suggest that it's always important, right? But right. right now, I think it may be more important. Like, I don't want to get, like, melodramatic and go, but I also fail to see a time in my life where it was, this is probably the most important point at which we can extend even the most simple basic kindnesses because I, I, I really I struggle to think of a time in my life where I felt that we needed them more kind of like globally yeah. universally so mm-hmm. and it's really not that hard like it's yeah hold a damn door look something up on a Starbucks app like it, it yeah. doesn't have to be a grandiose gesture it's just could be just a simple smile be authentically kind and that's yeah. like yeah man we're all in it together and okay yeah okay mm-hmm. like it doesn't have to be anything huge but my god yeah something tiny can be still be super powerful yeah right? i feel like there's some sort of metaphor or analogy in there i'm trying to think about it i don't know <laughs> how ants carry stuff how many times their body weight i don't know like you can oh, be right. small and powerful oh, yeah. something about that yeah 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 small yeah yeah yeah, I feel like ants yeah. are good about that. Right? That was yeah, ants yeah. do. They yeah, you see some ants that are they're tiny, it's but crazy what, what is they're it? Carrying. Like, I'm gonna have to Google oh, that gosh. stuff in a minute. Yeah, I can't we'll have unanswered questions. I can't like <laughs> we'll, it. I can't. We'll post it later. <laughs> Drives me bananas. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I gotta know. Like, right now, I'm like, oh my god, but we have a tool to answer this. Let's answer it yeah. right now. I have to know. So, yeah, I think that's probably just the, the uh, I guess, quote or the phrase or whatever of the day is just, be kind. Don't be, or yours, don't, don't be, be a douche. douche. Be a decent person. Be a decent person. I'm yeah. Googling the ant thing right okay, now, just Google so you it. know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went uh, this last week to the Out Loud Storytelling. Ooh, yeah. Where there were eight or nine storytellers. Um, it was cool just to be out in the audience. And, right. and again, like those kind of events too, I, I just really enjoy. Because it's like every year, of course, I see some of the same faces. Every year. Yeah. Um, but then every year I see new faces and people that I've never met before. Or maybe even people that I've met before, but I've never seen in that setting. Sure. Um, and so it was just really cool. And the stories, of course, were were great. There were... Um, it kind of covered the spectrum. I mean, there was someone that shared their story as an ally. Um, and I think that's pretty much every year. But... It was just uh, it was just really cool. Those are always fun events. And with that being said, of course, this weekend is Pride here in Central Arkansas. Yep. And so Friday night, if you're a VIP, which you can buy tickets online, um, you get to join this trolley ride that only has a certain amount of um, spots. Yeah. And that's really it's a Hence lot of fun. Hence VIP. Hence VIP. This is not general okay. admission. This is VIP. And then Saturday is. The parade and festival. The festival starts at noon. Several vendors are going to be out there. There's going to be food trucks. There will be beer. There will be a kids area. There will be there will be entertainment. It's all down at the Riverfest Amphitheater. Um, or I'm sorry, not Riverfest, but the River Front. Front. Thank you. Amphitheater gotcha. downtown. Um, <clears throat> and the parade starts at one o'clock. Who's the MC? I'm the MC. Oh, okay. This chick named Tracy Berry. There you go. She's the MC. So we'll be on she the stage. She does a lot of stuff. Uh, I'll be on the stage at um, right there at uh, Sticky Fingers. Oh, all right. In Clinton Avenue, the yep, intersection. Yep. It's the same place as it has been the last few years. And we're also going to have people there that are going to be judging the floats. So it'll be a short little parade down that strip. And then, uh, as soon as the parade is over, all of the entertainment and stuff will start. And there'll be pretty pretty much something going on on stage out there until, I think it's five or six. Oh, cool. And, um, so yeah, it's, it's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I enjoy it every year. Yeah. You know. And uh, then Sunday, they're having a recovery brunch for VIP oh. ticket holders and yeah. stuff. And so... Um, All good prides I mean, yeah, require so it's, recovery. It's going it's, it's to be a lot of fun. And so I hope that we have a good turnout like they do every year. And um, Oh my God, where are we on the sales for whether or not Zach is doing drag and oh you man. are emceeing in the accident? You I know you rem- both I, I want me to forget that. that you <laughs> I know you I both know, want me to forget. I don't know that I know what you're talking about, Angie. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all right. They're reference the podcast <laughs> episode something. I'll look it up. But yep, I need to know because 
Was it eight thousand? Something about eight thousand. Uh, I think it was maybe eight thousand. Ten, ten, maybe fifteen. No, nope, I think 15, it was eight. 000. I think it was eight, but then there was also a five thousand about something. Oh, so goodness. yeah, Zach in drag, you uh, sh- emceeing in a British accent. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Everybody get yeah, out. I might buy, we'll see I, how many there tickets There may have been buy. some kind of mention about maybe doing that or something. I don't know. Oh, there, it, 100% <laughs> there was a mention. There was. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's weekend. And, and also, so come back a little bit. Thursday mm-hmm. is when Jacob Jacob's in, coming in. Flying into town. Yeah. The airport. Life cycle. AIDS life cycle. And then Friday night, there's going to be a little gathering <gasps> um, at Sauced. Yep. Warhill to kind of talk about why he's here and what they're doing. Saturday morning, there'll be a ride that starts at um, the Meteor Cafe in Hillcrest. Uh, and then I think he's going to make a short appearance maybe at Pride and join me on the stage for a little oh, bit. Oh, boy. And then he heads up for another ride in Bentonville yep. on that Sunday. So he'll be in town. So that's pretty cool that he's going to be around this week and... So yeah, there's a few things happening. It's the big gay city this weekend. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's just the big, the gay, big city. gay city. Yeah, yeah, it is. They come out and complete with parade. The big gay city. We come from everywhere, and um, we are so everywhere. Yeah, it should we be. Yeah, should be a lot of fun. I'm cool. excited about it. Yeah, and then this weekend also starts the Hot Springs Documentary Film Festival, which is oh dang yeah like one of the. It's not one of the... It is the oldest documentary film festivals in the nation. Whoa. Um, so, yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Arkansas Times, we... Now I'm trying to remember if we do the opening. Uh, You're involved. Party or the, but we're involved. Anyway, and, but there was um, three guys that Via and I met a few years back when we went for a, a diversity and art deal up in Eureka, and they were here filming a documentary, and now I'm mad that I mentioned it on here, because <laughs> I can't think of the title of it, but it's a documentary shot in Eureka, and it has to do with the LGBTQ community, and, and now I cannot remember we'll post the it. title. We'll have to post it, but it is going to be showing in... They'll have a screening of it at the Hot Springs Documentary Film Festival cool. uh, coming up. So cool. we'll need to share a link to that. And, you know, that'd be cool to have some people show up for that, too. So there are some things happening, some things going on. Lots of things in the yeah, big I probably, city. I should probably write these things down before I start talking about them. But we'll be sure to share it on social it's media. It's a work in progress. It's yeah, fine. We'll, get, we'll get there. We'll get there. We do um, mentions. You Google. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We do that. So... Um, yeah, well, I think that kind of wraps it up. That 100% wraps it up. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. That completes the non-existent agenda with <laughs> specific mentions of upcoming events. <laughs> right. But right. we cover a lot of things. We do. We cover I mean, all the things. We talk about all the things. and Also, and- they can contact you come winter. Put that in your phones right now. And uh, T-Bear will come... Pull you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shoot, put that in there. Shoot us a message on Facebook if oh you need. God. If you need to be pulled get, out. Like, of, let's get shirts some, or yeah. vests or something like for like 
Yeah, the what rescue. What did you call us? Some kind of patrol? Oh, God. Yeah, we're going to be you like Winter Rescue Patrol. Winter Rescue Patrol. Oh, totes. We'll have uniforms. Oh, my God. It's going to be amazing. I don't know about <laughs> Maybe at least vests or something. I mean, there have to be like... Be... And it has to have a reflective strip on it. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. why would... We... I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. We're going to do it. Oh, my God. And it's going to have to be... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm picturing it It's right on. Now. Yeah, totally happy. Come on, winter weather. Bring yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, put, Bring uh, it. But, yeah. Put T-Bear's uh, number in I mean, I've got phone. the Carhartts. Yeah. See, well, of course you do. But I don't. <laughs> but... I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll go as far as a vest. It's fine. Yeah. We'll see what else. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Never know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, well, remember. Let's leave leave everybody with this. Be kind. It's simple. It's super simple, and it's, it's super free. easy, and it's free. It doesn't take much effort. Um, hopefully it doesn't, but you you know, you know never know what experiences you might have just by being kind, what stories you might hear just by being kind, or the hope you might give someone else just because you're kind. Don't so. be a douche. Be a decent person. Exactly. Thank you for listening. You can find us on arctimes.com. Um... Until next time, this is Tracy and Angie in our out in Arkansas.